This episode's not really about me or my analysis this week. It's about some resources that are producing really rapid content. There's really two ways to make a show like Unfilter. You can jump on that news cycle and produce, 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 and sometimes, sometimes the news cycle calls for that. Or you can kind of slow down a little bit, take kind of a more meta-analysis look, try to take the bigger picture and context into view and discuss from that standpoint. And that's more of the route I've gone recently because I think there's, there's more originality and there's less people serving that niche, that kind of wider, broader context thinking. But there are some out there that are still producing really good rapid content. And I thought to myself, while I'm on the road, I'm taking a road trip to Salt Lake City and to Denver. If you're in either one of those areas, meetup.com slash Jupiter Broadcasting, I have details there. I will uh, be there for August, in August. So in, the, in August. So go check your, go check your meetup, <laughs> local meetup page, or actually Jupiter Broadcasting's meetup page. If you're in those areas, I'd love to meet up and I will be on the road unlikely rapidly producing content or even occasionally because I will have my full family plus a guest on board, <laughs> at least for half the trip. And then the second half of the trip, Lady Jupes will be in the shop getting slides repaired. And so I, don't, I will not have a recording space, which is going to be a whole other thing I'll have to figure out. So I wanted to leave you with uh, a couple of recommendations from various standpoints for content that you could tune into and, and hear some analysis that uh, I think is at least interesting and will get you thinking. And I have talked about Crystal and Sagar on the Hill in the past, and I thought they did some pretty good stuff over there on the Hill, and they were really making that YouTube channel for them. Since I've talked about them, though, Crystal and Sagar have gone independent with their own venture called Breaking Points, and they're doing really great. We wanted to start with the absolute obsession with what is going on with the January 6th commission. Yeah, that's right. And it's interesting. We had a moment yesterday. We were you know, planning for the show. Crystal went to the front page of CNN, and every single article mm -hmm. was January 6th, January 6th commission, Adam Kissinger, all this. And I just can't imagine caring that much about this commission. But the reason that we have to focus on this story is because the ramifications of the derangement around January 6th are now having far-reaching consequences into all of our everyday lives, concerns about privacy, and so much more. And make no mistake, Crystal and Sagar are not apologists for the January 6th rights, but they put things in perspective, and they generally, their first take on the story tends to be right, and when it's not, they tend to correct. And Sagar recently ran a story that is very concerning to me, and it's about tech giants like Google and Facebook and PayPal working with the Five Eyes intelligence agencies to create a database of domestic terrorists around the world that will be refused financial services and other types of services. And it's something I've wanted to talk about on the show, and he did a great job recently. Facebook and tech giants are to target attacker manifestos and far-right militias in a database. Now, look, there's no sympathy here for attacker manifestos or far-right militias. However, the problem here is that what they are saying is that until now, something called the Global Internet Forum to Counterterrorism Database has focused on videos and images from terrorist groups on the United Nations list, namely things like the Islamic State, Al-Qaeda, and the Taliban. Over the next few months, however, the group is going to add attacker manifestos and others that are flagged by something called the UN Initiative Tech Against Terrorism and will li use lists from intelligence sharing groups that are developed by 
Five Eyes. If you don't know what Five Eyes is, Five Eyes is the intelligence sharing network between the United States and four of its closest allies. It's called the Five Eyes Network, includes Australia, includes the United Kingdom. But all of that it goes to show that they are using the firms, including Twitter, including Google, including YouTube, including all of the big tech platforms, and compiling all of this stuff into a single database. And I want you guys to remember that you don't have to have any sympathy for the Proud Boys or the Three Percenters or all these people, I think, you know, mostly like terrible people. That being said, there's always a question. Who gets to define domestic extremism? And in almost all of these cases, we have seen the definition continue to be applied in places where it absolutely has no business. There's a huge difference between a bona fide actual militia member and then some idiot who like tweets something and he doesn't even know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, there is, I worry, a small bridge between tweeting something stupid and being labeled a domestic terrorist, venting on Twitter and being labeled something. I think the moral of the story is stay the hell off social media. Another one I've been keeping an eye on, and this one I think is going to surprise some of you, and I'm not going to say I listen to all of them. I'm not going to say all of them nail it for me. But often, I've been enjoying the Megyn Kelly show. I feel a little silly saying it, you know, because I know a lot of people have this stereotypical vision of Megyn Kelly, you know, a blonde on Fox News. But I, I don't know. I think she's got something with this podcast of hers. Welcome to the Megyn Kelly Show, your home for open, honest and provocative conversations. I won't lie for a guy like me. There's things about it that feel really traditional media, um, a little formulaic. And there's things that she has in there, like segments that are specifically just to create padding between the interviewee and the sponsor. But that in lies right there, Megan's brilliance. What Megan has done is constructed a show, a show format that is sponsor safe, but allows for any kind of guest to say any kind of thing. And Megan herself, after kind of the rough rough experience she had at NBC and Fox News, is pretty much willing to go all in on this venture of hers. And so she is bringing on guests that are actually quite insightful and interesting to listen to. And because she has constructed the format in a show where she cuts away to some cutesy little segment or listener feedback or tip from Megan, she, she adds a buffer between the guest content and the sponsor. And that allows her to have these crazy sponsors, or I mean, I'm sorry, allows her to have these crazy guests and maintain her sponsors. And the sponsors are knocking at her door because her numbers are really great. The other thing she's got going for her is she actually asks reasonable follow-up questions and she has reach to bring in lots of various guests, some who are actually pretty great, some who are not. Let me just stop you right there just to reiterate those numbers. 80% of the COVID deaths have been in the senior population. 80% of seniors today have received the full vaccination and 90% have received at least one shot. So your point is that population, the most vulnerable population is extremely well protected right now versus where we were a year ago. I've also been enjoying Jimmy Dore from time to time. He's worth checking out and He's often pretty funny. Hey, President Joe Biden's calling. Hello. Hey, man. You want to buy some paintings? <laughs> okay. My son did them. <laughs> yeah. No, not the one who tragically died while receiving the best medical treatment money can buy. 
But my other son, the oil expert, what's his name? His name is Hunter. You monster, how dare you talk about my son? <laughs> Are you crazy? Get off it already. No. But Dora is uh, often at his best when he's holding fake progressives' feet to the fire. I'm back here with Graham Elwood, and we're talking about President Biden is quietly extending a policy that critics call a betrayal of his campaign promise to end mandatory minimum sentences. The measure could land more low-level drug dealers in prison for longer and with less proof than is usually required. I can't believe the guy who wrote the crime bill would do such a thing. I can't believe it. (laughs) Uh, Also, speaking of YouTube, um, I've been finding some sanity over on Lewis Rossman's channel. You know, he's well known, of course, for his right to repair advocacy, but often I find some of the other content on his channel the most enjoyable. So I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not going to pretend to be a medical scientist because I'm not. I fix MacBooks and I do angry videos ranting about the news next to a Christmas tree that I haven't taken down in late July. You probably shouldn't be paying attention to me or taking what I say seriously. That being said, Uh, we all should probably be making that disclosure, although my Christmas tree is down. Uh, but Lewis had a video recently where he commented on the underfunded police in L.A. getting salty with officials when new mask mandates came down and officials told L.A. police, you need to enforce citizens wearing masks. And and like the, the cops and the sheriff, they just weren't having it. And so uh, Lewis covers the story. So the police are mad because you lowered their budget. And the defund the police people are also mad because you lowered it a little bit, but then you kind of raised it back up about half of what you lowered it. So you didn't you barely did anything. So you have both sides there that really walk away feeling like they just didn't get what they were advocating for or asking for or deserve. So they're both pretty aggravated. And here the police are clearly showing their aggravation here that the very order that they're being asked to uh, to to enforce is A, it's typically not something that you expect the police to be enforcing. And B, the very people asking for this to be enforced are the people who were going for defunding the police in the first place. But it also creates that interesting intersection because a lot of the conversation last year regarding policing was why don't you send out mental health professionals? Why don't you have more rec centers? Why don't you have more social centers, more job programs? Send out a social worker, send out a mental health professional. Why are you asking the police to do everything when the police should really be reserved for a specific set of things? Let's take a burden off of the police that likely shouldn't be on the police to take care of. Yet then a year later, you're asking people that carry mace and pepper spray and guns and armored vehicles to enforce people putting a cloth covering over their face when they walk inside of a Walmart. He's just kind of a common sense guy, you know, and sometimes that's a take you need. I will have links to all of these, which is not a lot, really, in the show notes. My news feed system is it's hundreds of feeds. I even actually use bots in front of that to process some of it into categories. And then, of course, I often just prefer to parse the raw feed. And I will continue to monitor that while I'm on the road, daily, habitually. So if something goes cray-cray, the Unfilter Show will pop on the air. In the meantime, if you got an itch, go see if one of those gives you something to think about. And let me know what you think in the Discord. Unfilter.show slash Discord. I'll still be trying to pop in there from time to time while I'm on the road. And if you are in the Salt Lake City area or the Denver area, I'd love to say hi. Assuming the Delta variant doesn't scare you away. I understand. I understand. Not all of us are willing to take the risk. But if uh, you are, come out and say hi. Details at meetup.com slash Jupiter Broadcasting. 
It's gonna be wild. I'll, I may, if I have to break in, have to use like my phone. Not as a, like a phone call, obviously, but like the mics on the phone, which are better than you'd think, but not as good as a studio mic. But that's my commitment. I'll, if that's what it takes to jump on and start talking about this stuff, we'll do it. There's also a Right Now channel on our Discord for breaking events that you can check out and uh, jump in the conversation right there. And unfilter.show slash 368 for links to the shows and podcasts I talked about. Have a good summer, and I'll see you soon. Dignify that with an answer. Snitches get rewards. We want to thank you for turning folks in and making sure we are all safe. We may need some faith healers. <laughs>